It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Because Fuck You, That's Why is a founding member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Hello and welcome to Because Fuck You, That's Why. I'm your host, Pantsless Aaron, and with me, as always, are our two team captains. They will be fighting over my affection and also my points, which which are affection points, um, I think, is something that has been canon throughout the entire show um, from its inception. So... Uh, just FYI, you are fighting over my affections. Um, <laughs> I'm saving up the tickets for aggressive snuggles later. Oh, I didn't know we could bundle them together like that. I'm That's so right. in. Oh, yeah. You just got to turn them in at the souvenir shop. Nice. You'll be good to go. They're just like, they're just like skee-ball tickets. <laughs> yep. Yep. And there's a there's a, a loyalty card as well. Um, so just you know, one more to add to your already immensely three-inch thick wallet full of loyalty cards. Um, That's not the only thing that's three inches thick. Whoa. <laughs> anyway, so... The show is a panel show turned podcast. Uh, basically, we're going to play silly games uh, that we either invented or ripped off other smarter shows. Uh, and uh, whichever team, in this case player, has the most points at the end of the show wins and goes home with me. Yay! Oh, this is a good prize this week. Yes. No, it's no? terrible. Actually. Oh, um, because because you're getting you're getting the me that existed ten seconds ago. The guy who said me, he's 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 already long gone. Oh, he that guy exist anymore. Oh, sorry. Chase the dream. <laughs> yeah, nah, now now it's me me, and every time I say me, that that me is already dead. So I'm sorry, I can't help you. Uh, moving right along, <laughs> we've got three games to play. So let's meet our competitors. Our last episode concluded in the entire team bringing home a win. So everybody, everybody won that particular episode. 
episode. That was awesome. Uh, very well done. So in this case, I'm going to have to flip a coin, and uh, I will do no such thing. I will throw a pen on the table and decide that uh, I think Jorge has won more episodes <laughs> than Stevie. So I will give Stevie the first introduction. Hello. Hi, how you doing? I love the pen, the pen flip. That's a good yeah, way of determining yeah, yeah. who goes It's like, through. I don't have a coin. I don't feel like flipping anything, so I'm just going to throw a pen on the table. Like I, it means I really something. believe that the NFL should really adopt this new policy. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Which one's going first? Let's flip a fucking pen. Let's see. Imagine the awe in the fucking quarter of the team captain. Like, what Station, the fuck? Stationary rules apply here in the first quarter. <laughs> anyway, uh, he is a veteran and a podcaster, and as it turns out... A veteran oh. podcaster. Ooh. It's Stevie! Yay. How you all doing this evening? That was the sexiest I could do it. I that hope you appreciated nice. that. It was, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a little warmed up. You're welcome. Thank you. Happy Ooh. to help. Dude, your voice Anytime is... you want. Oh, it's silky smooth today. And it I, really I kinda, is. I kind of really love it. I don't yeah. know why. There's literally no reason for it other than I ate breakfast early this morning. But that's, <laughs> it's that, like butter. That, that, that could be why. I'm, I'm all sorts of silky smooth. Um, so my question to you is, is there something that you loved that had either a sequel or a follow-up that wasn't that wasn't quite the same as as the original. Like this is kind of an odd question, but okay. but what what is there something you absolutely loved that had a follow up or a sequel that didn't quite compare? Uh, yes, actually, and it's a movie instead of a video game for the first time in a while. Hmm. Um, it's actually the Boondock Saints two. Ooh. Um, don't get me wrong. No, no, wait. The Boondock Saints two is the sequel that you that you found disappointing compared Correct. to the original. Okay. Yes, yes. Um, and don't get me wrong. I still do enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not knocking the movie at all. But compared to the original, which I mean, it created everything: the mythology of the brothers and whatnot, and then finding at the end their father was the thing. I don't want to say too much in case for some dumb reason somebody hasn't seen this movie after the last twenty something years. Um, but then it goes to the second one where, which sadly, at the end of the first one, somebody's not there anymore who was really cool, which I liked, but they did do an homage to him. But the comedy, the structure of the story, and a lot of the writing was not up to par, I felt, mm-hmm. as the first one. Whereas the acting almost seemed the same. Like, the guys seemed like they were really into it. The two brothers, it seemed like they were, but I don't know. The story didn't seem that strong. And then it was talk for a third one for, like, ten years, and then we didn't hear anything and shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like... I think there was like there, there's nowhere we can really go from this point, I guess, or maybe they just thought people lost interest. I still have interest. I would like to see where else this could go because I really like the franchise. But I, I think looking back on it, man, they could have just done so much better. It's it's a little disappointing. So like even when somebody's like, "Hey, what's about?" To, like anybody talks about Boondock Saints, I'm always like, "Nope, first one only." I can't really bring myself to watch the second one as a a group thing by myself maybe even like though even though the second one literally s- stars our, our friend reluctant butter mm-hmm. like it, even though he's literally in the movie yeah is yeah. that one wacky character I, they brought in I, they, he's probably <laughs> the best part of the whole thing like no joke but that's about uh, it though i mean he's the only reason i can get through it <laughs> Oh man, oh, it it makes me laugh every time I see that guy because I'm like that is that is him that is him. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, over to his opponent. Uh, he's a gamer and a storyteller, and he's my oldest friend. It's Jorge. Hey, what up? What up, Jorge? Sir, so I'm doing all right. Same question: Is there something that you absolutely love that had a follow up or a sequel that did not quite meet the standards of the original? 
I think I have a sacrilegious answer. Oh, boy. Uh, I, I don't know that it didn't live up, but I didn't enjoy the sequel okay. as much. And I think it was because of too much was put into it. Like, right. I think it was a little, I don't want to say uh, like try-hard-ish, but, I mean, there was just a lot in it, and okay. it kind of bogged down. You're, you're, you're building this up, and my suspense stick is fully erect. So if you could just... <laughs> Lay this out for me. Uh, well, then I can manage to edge you for another 25 minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, it is Chrono Cross. Mm. The mm. sequel to Chrono Trigger. I love the game. Don't get me wrong. But there is so much packed into that game. Like It just kind of like falls over itself at points. And, be, and like the story does get pretty convoluted. Like There's just a lot going on in that game. It's like... Chrono Trigger is just perfect. It's just a 10 out of 10. It's, it's a work of art. It's a masterpiece. And and their follow-up, which obviously was a system later, was the PlayStation after the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like they had to, like, they, they realized what they had and, you know, the how whatever, you know, five, six, seven years in between games, whatever it was. You know, there's obviously those years where Chrono Trigger was an amazing game. Everyone loved it. Mm. It sold extremely well, et cetera, et cetera. So when the time came to make the sequel, um, you know, either, you know, the budget obviously probably got inflated because it's a PlayStation now. Graphically, we can do this. We can hire more people. We need a bigger story. We need a more expansive universe. And I like the idea, like, like I'm trying to think of a lot of other games. Like Final Fantasies had... Seven and how many? How many characters did Final Fantasy Seven have in your that, that you could switch in your party? Like nine, uh, I think seven total. Was, was there only seven you could switch? In? Okay, so yeah. seven seems like a great number. You have a party. Well, that was a party of four or the party of three. Party of three. Okay, so the format of having an active party of three and then having four characters to rotate around in, like Chrono Trigger, is awesome. Having a party of three and then having another 45 characters? 42. 42? 45 total. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. 42 other characters to rotate through. That's a lot. I mean, yeah. that is really yeah. excessive and over the top. And, I mean, I give them props for, you know, managing to fit all that in and uh, the work of the, um, the, not the dialogue tree, but the, uh, the dialogue routine where mm-hmm. depending on who was in your party, uh, how they responded, like you know, gave them the characters, yeah. inflections, and accents. They could still, they could still speak in the scene and still talk, but they're but they, in they as it, as they would. Yeah, it was it was programmed so that if they if they spoke in an accent, it would uh, on the fly change the text to reflect their accent, mm-hmm. which was cool. a real it's a really cool system, That's and neat. I'm really impressed with how they implemented that. Was it which Italian meant italics? <clears throat> which meant that they could have a bon- a ton of characters who spoke by all kinds of weird rules. Like there's there's uh Korcha and his ma Macha mm-hmm. and <laughs> and whenever anyone says anything that, that sounds even remotely like at ya or or with ya or anything like that, it it, it ends with C H A in all capital letters because they always say it like Atcha. Like you know they <laughs> always say it like that apparently. <laughs> yeah. So, and the reason I know that is because uh, Jorge stole my answer. Uh, my shit. answer for this <laughs> was going to be Chrono Cross because I spent six Damn. hours playing Chrono Cross last night. Oh, wow. Having been inspired to by uh, by uh, Reluctant Butter's stream mm-hmm. of uh, Chrono Trigger. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I haven't played Chrono, Tr- 
Crossing Forever. And this is why. I mean, it's not a bad game. Like, I really do enjoy the combat system in the game, in that game. I like the element system. Mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that all your items have to be in your element table if you want to be able to use them. Thankfully, they only include a small array of items, period. Mm-hmm. So you don't have, like, all the, the piles and piles of shit that you usually have to carry around with you in an RPG. So it kind of trims things down, honestly. But... <clears throat> The characters are a huge bloat and a huge problem. There are so many characters that I will just never use for any reason because why would I? Mm-hmm. Like there's 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 just too many of them. Like the, the, you, how do you vary that many characters into being useful? You don't. You you narrow it down to like maybe seven or eight that you will use on a regular basis, and that's it. Mm. Uh, and and that's pretty much how I've been working so far. And some of them just literally drop out of the trees to join your party, like at the drop of a hat. They're like, "Okay, I'll come with you, sure." For for not doing anything, like for just <laughs> for for the shit of it. They're like, "Yeah, we'll come along." Hey, yeah, what are you no guys problem. doing? We're gonna, we're gonna tag along. We got nothing better to do. Like, nah, I don't want you. Fuck off. <laughs> I don't mind the hit. You know, the hidden ones that you have to work for. Like, that's kind of cool. I always enjoy a hidden character. That's sure. always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, like Skelly's a good one. You have to collect all of his parts mm-hmm. before he'll join you. Um, and, <laughs> that's uh, awesome. Uh, there's a bunch of different things. Like uh, the one lady Lucha, the, to her lab experiments. You can recruit most of them. Um, and, uh, yeah, so some, some of those are fun, but I mean, for the most part, it is bloated as hell. So since I can't say Corona Cross, since that was taken from me, um, (laughs) well, I mean, you can't, I will, I could, but the only other sequel I can think of this coming to mind that also kind of disappointing. And it's weird because I didn't realize it was a sequel until recently would be Shadow Hearts. The sequel to Kudelka, because I, I I wanted to check out the Shadow Art series. There's three of them, uh, and they all sold relatively well. I'm like, they've got to be reasonably good games. I've always I've played Shadow Hearts before, just never finished it. Mm. And towards the end, like it's a real fucking slog. Like I do not care. Like uh, I'm right at the end. I think I have like maybe three or three dungeons or so to finish <laughs> the game. I may be three hours total from beating the game, and I'm like, I, 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 I why? It's not fun. It's 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 work to finish this game. I'm like, I don't want to do that it. Sucks. Whereas Kudelka, I loved finishing that game, and I, 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 that's why I keep replaying it. It was a lot of fun, but Shadow Hearts not so much. And the thing is, Shadow Hearts is kind of a kind of a hidden sequel because you don't realize how tied in it is until the second half of the game, which is when, oh, which shit. is when the characters from the first game start showing up, and you're like, what the fuck? <clears throat> it's weird. It's very weird, but I now know why Roger Bacon in Shadow Hearts is so different from the Sh- the Roger Bacon in Kudelka, and I'm not going to tell you. Bacon, fair enough. <laughs> You're just going to have to watch a walkthrough. Um, spoiler alert: it's not really him. Anyway, <laughs> moving right along. We're all about spoilers this early on. <laughs> yeah, we got games to play, so let's get on it. Yeah. Game one. Is have I got bad news for you? I've got three news stories here, and all our players have to do is figure out which one of these three I decided was the worst news of the week. Uh, whichever player manages to successfully figure out which one of these is the worst news, or if they both fail, whichever comes up with the second worst news uh, will win the game and get one point. So story number one, woman finds $250,000 worth of whale puke. Ambergris? Uh, yes, as it turns awesome. out. Mm-hmm. Lucky Wound finds a lump of precious whale vomit worth 185,000 English pounds while walking on a beach in Thailand. 
she brought home the giant lump of whale puke <laughs> and uh, ran some tests to find out if it actually was ambergris, and it turns out it was. Huh. And now she has a lump of whale puke worth $250,000. That's awesome. Like, no joke. I'm glad they tested it and make sure it wasn't just one of those giant gobstoppers from Willy Wonka. <laughs> you know how I know what ambergris is. Hmm. Futurama. Yeah, actually, me too. I remember that episode. Episode of Futurama. (laughs) The last bit of ambergris. (laughs) Yeah, this is a great show. Uh, The lump weighed 7 kilograms, was about 12 inches wide, and 24 inches long. Two two feet long and one foot wide. 7 kilograms, it's 14, it's like 16 pounds. I think yeah, seven seven kilograms. Yeah, sixteen pounds sounds about right. Isn't that insane that that's worth that much money too? A sixteen pound chunk of spew. Like, what do they do with it? It's uh, perf- perfumes. Yeah, it's, are you it's, serious? It's highly valued for use in perfumes. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's actually that's I think surprising. That's, I think that's the only reason, honestly. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's anything else they use it for. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's huge in the perfume industry. Wow, humans are dumb. I don't know how or it's why. It's not that we're dumb. It's that we find ways to use all sorts of things. Which I'm fine, you know? but it's like 250k for something. You just can use it from perfume? I, well, just seems how how often do you come across whale puke? I mean, yeah, it's true. I Especially mean, a lump that's two feet long and one foot awesome. wide. Well, I'm sure that I'm sure when I'm sure the volume uh, mm. when that happens is probably not a big deal. But you know, whales are underwater. It gets diluted. Eaten by other creatures. I have no fucking idea. Ugh. Yeah, probably eaten. Like, I've seen dogs eat puke. Yeah, so uh, sea, sea dogs, like, yeah. you know, are going by, you know, the ambergris in the water. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, the, what are they called? Seals? Y- yeah. Yeah, they they bark. Yeah. See? Yeah, they sing Kiss from a Rose. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they do. <laughs> Briefly married to Heidi Klum. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I think we've gone over that. Congratulations to that woman. Uh, on to story number two. A yard sale $35 bowl turned out to be a $500,000 bowl from the Ming Dynasty this week. Uh, apparently, a gentleman found a small porcelain bowl at a Connecticut yard sale, and he paid the full $35 asking price for it. Because what, what a moron! <laughs> because he had a feeling it was worth a lot more than that, and he was absolutely right. Um, after showing it to uh, to experts, the artifact is worth between three hundred thousand and five hundred thousand dollars, and it is going to go up for auction at Sotheby's. Oh, that poor bastard who sold that man! <clears throat> yeah. And oh, this is my grandma's candy dish. <laughs> no joke, that's insane. Well, I mean, here's the insane part: is that this bowl has lasted for over six hundred years. Like it, it, it's only to wind up in a yard sale in Connecticut. <laughs> like what? The fact that like it's lasted six hundred years and it lasted in America for how, any amount of time. Like <laughs> it didn't just get immediately destroyed or just thrown yeah, away. Yeah, it's not chipped, cracked, broken, any of it. It is in perfect shape. It's adorned with cobalt blue paintings of flowers and other designs. It's about six inches in diameter. It's not a very large bowl. But it is a very expensive bowl, apparently. Damn, that's cool, man. That's insane. The most yeah. expensive bowl I got is like 20 bucks. <laughs> well, that's the kind of bowl you smoke. <laughs> yeah, so usually the shit you put in the bowl is more expensive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my bowls come from Walmart. <laughs> exactly. I mean, they will be found eventually and hailed as artifacts of the Walmart dynasty. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's been 2,000 years and it's still trash. <laughs> yep. Yep, still and forever will be trash. I still think that guy's a fool for paying the full thirty-five dollars, and not ha- he could have just got that bowl for like twenty-five bucks. I mean, that's a, like, isn't that supposed to be like 
part of like the custom of going to a yard sale. It's the process of haggling and stuff. You're that's you go in there, you're expected to haggle, aren't you? Exactly. Yeah, it's customary. I'd be insulted. I'd be like, no, fuck you. I'm suing you now, motherfucker. Give me my goddamn ball back. You didn't haggle right. You technically don't have a receipt. Give me my fucking shit back. <laughs> and today was the day I learned I've been doing garage sales and yard sales wrong my entire life. <laughs> so, anyway, how much more money would I have had if I had just haggled? Anyway. <laughs> So let's move on to story number three. Um, an eco-friendly sneaker made from mushrooms and dog hair has been designed. Uh, called the Sneecher, a portmanteau of sneaker and nature. This shoe uh, is entirely made out of sustainable uh, materials. And Stevie's raising his hand. Dude, this is going to smell horrible when it gets wet. Holy fuck. <laughs> oh, especially if you've, you've had your stinky-ass foot in oh, it for God. a while. It is not for a oh, human my climate. God. The, the smell of that shoe oh. after you've worn it for like a jogging session or two. Oh, Lord. I, I can only fathom. After your jogging session, you just take them off, just throw them in the woods, and just go home barefoot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, job. they will biodegrade. So, I mean, you could do that. That's not an issue. You can you can dispose of them however you like. They will. How do you figure out? Do you, do you like? I understand using recyclable materials or or bio biodegradable materials, but how do you figure out? I got an idea for a shoe. I need mushrooms and dog hair. <laughs> I coincidentally well, have a bed of mushrooms and six dogs here. <laughs> Let me get this demo well, going. I mean, <laughs> here's here's some facts that that I did not need to know, but I know now. So now you will too. Um, uh, in Germany alone, where this is created, um, 90 tons of dog hair are thrown away annually. In Germany alone. Good Lord. 90 tons of dog hair. How do you figure that out? Like, did they have a special recycling bin just for the dog hair? Like it goes like garbage, glass, tin, dog hair or some shit? No, I'm, I'm pretty sure they use some kind of averaging process to figure out what the actual amount is. But uh, yeah, that was a fact I didn't need in my brain. So there, there you go. Enjoy it. Um, that'll that'll rattle around forever now. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, this started off as a, a university project. I believe this was uh, created by a student. Um, but uh, now they are shopping around the idea because uh, apparently it is. Uh, it will last for about. Uh, uh, I think. I think the article says two years. Roughly yeah. two years before they'll need to be uh, disposed of, but they can, unlike most modern shoes, they can be disposed of uh, rather simply and without causing any harm to the environment whatsoever. That's cool. So, <clears throat> I mean, it's it's a cool idea. You know, I, I have no objection to it. I just think, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> All those dogs getting shaved. I, uh, <laughs> dog shaving so, farms, dog yeah. shearing. <laughs> The sheep are over there all puffed up like, what the fuck happened to us? <laughs> so uh, those are our three stories for Have I Got Bad News For You. Remember, you're looking for the worst news story of the week. And we will start with Stevie. Hi. Hi. How are you? Yes. I, I, I this is, you, a, this is, are you going to get a gold star from teacher? I'm hoping so. I really, really do. <laughs> I, 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 I want you should to. see how coyly he's looking <laughs> at me right now, audience. <laughs> I wish you could see it. <laughs> Stop it. You're going to make me blush. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal. Stop it. All right. Quit it. Um, you're cute when you're coy. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. You're going to make me cum. <laughs> snoo, snoo. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, the soundboard jumps in. <laughs> yeah, and there's the soundboard. All right, so... <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's hard because they're all pretty good stories, but I believe that there is one that is worse than the other two. Now, yes, the dog shearing one is a little out there, but it's not harming the dogs. I'm assuming they're shearing these dogs. <laughs> but the whale one, that seems like that's good luck for everybody. The whale's getting rid of its garbage, and the lady's getting a bonus or whatnot, right? Nothing bad there. So I'm completely eliminating that from the bad news one. Okay. What I'm thinking is the yard sale one's actually the bad news one. For one main reason, the person who got... For 35 bucks or whatever for this bowl completely got fucked out of this deal. Could you imagine how they feel after reading this article, man? Like the depression, the despair after that shit. That is horrible. And then seeing it on the internet, because you know that shit hit the fucking a top story and have them get reminded, like, fuck you all. <laughs> you know? Just watching the bids climb up, you're like, son of a bitch. It's, it's going to be insane, man. And then, like, it. It's going to be an annual thing every year or some shit. Someone's going to be like, hey, this is the day this happened or some shit, and you get reminded again. So I think that's actually going to be the worst story because you're going to feel sympathy for the person who sold that not knowing how much it was actually worth. All right. Jorge, you may select from the other two. Uh, as always, there is a part of this uh, collective of stories that me and Steve are in agreement on. Mm-hmm. And the Ambergris, I think, is probably the best story out of this because yes. I would absolutely fucking carry a 16-pound chunk of puke if i knew to identify it just on the beach like oh that looks like uh two hundred thousand dollars let's go <laughs> um that's a great story uh i think yeah there, there's definitely a bad part for the poor person who sold that bowl like how did they come across this bowl like i kind of want to know the, the the story the history of this bowl and how it mm-hmm. came to like land in connecticut and then someone just sold in the, gar- in the garage sale you know right um, but I'm going to go with uh, the the stinky, filthy, dog hair mushroom cake shoes. That's, <laughs> while, while, that's, while that's nice for the environment. Uh, that, that these mushroom are... cake shoes. Oh, God, dude. Like, no joke, a little vomit came up. Oh, fuck. That was gross. Then I have oh. then I've completed my day. Uh, yeah, just, I don't know, like. I mean, yeah, that's great that it, it'll biodegrade down to nothing, grow more mushrooms, whatever, but all I picture is just, like, actual raw mushrooms, like, glued together with dog hair on your feet. That's not what it looks like. I know. I'm sure it looks like an actual jogging shoe, but all I'm yeah. picturing is just mushrooms and dog hair glued together. Then you take that shit off and there's just mushrooms growing onto your toes and shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Can I change my answer? <laughs> oh, God. Nope, not anymore. I'm taking the mushrooms. All right, so uh, Jorge is taking the uh, sneaker made from mushrooms and dog hair, and Stevie took the yard sale $35 bowl, turning out to be a half a million dollar bowl from the Ming Dynasty. And I can tell you that Steve is absolutely right. Uh, I did yeah. pick the thirty the yard oh, sale sure. bowl, um, mostly because it's the only story that really has a victim. Yeah. Somebody who, who wound up on the short end of the stick. Now, they they might not even have a clue that this has happened because you said, you know, you imagine that they they saw this every day and, you know, it was on the Internet and some crazy. Well, I had to dig pretty far to find this <laughs> on the Internet, so I don't think it blew up that much. I don't think this is going viral. Mm. Um, but having said that, like. You know, the guy could have said, you know, hey, you know, I'll, I'll split it with you because it's yours. You know, it was in your family for God knows how long. Mm-hmm. Um, but nope, he's like, uh, I'm just going to pay exactly what he's asking <laughs> for it. And now it's mine. And now I'm going to make a fuck ton of money off it. 
So that does kind of suck for that guy. The others are purely good. Um, like uh, if 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 the whale puke could come from a dead whale, then then this would be the worst story. But uh, yeah. as it is, since you know she just it's found just... it, washed up on the on the beach. Uh, she just took it home, and hey, it's actually worth something. Good for her. I mean, how many people can identify Ambergris? I mean, really? I mean, it, it is impressive that she realized that, that there was something good here, so she took it home. I mean, it's it, it, good on her. Uh, and, of course, the eco-friendly sneaker. I mean, any advancement to help sure, our yeah. environment, we got to take at this point. So yeah, uh, that will definitely help. And uh, hopefully they don't smell awful, but... <laughs> Uh, who knows? They they look like real, just plain old sneakers. Just got a you know kind of a a, a strange color pattern. Uh, no, Stevie, I don't I don't think I want to know what you want to say. Hey man, you want to take a look at these sneakers? You'll be seeing some <laughs> weird ass shit. Okay. They can make my uh, they can make my shoes out of whatever material they want, just as long as they're assembled by the small hands of third world children. That's all. Oh. It's for the environment. That's right. <laughs> On that horrific note, uh, we're going to take a break. Stevie's got one point, but Jorge can make it up right after this. Hi, I'm Shannon. I'm Jamie. We're Married with Television, marriedwithtv.com. We are a couple of Hollywood normies on the outskirts of the film and TV industry, and we talk about our favorite TV shows, music, and movies, and sometimes they talk back to us. Sometimes they do. Our podcast is Married with Television, one word, on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Possibly Amazon, soon. And we are a proud member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Married with TV! MarriedWithTV.com! Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, welcome back. Uh, Thanks for listening to our ads. We really appreciate that. Feel free to check out uh, our sponsors if they got something you're interested in. In the meanwhile... Oh, speaking of which, we also got to thank our network, don't we? Uh, the Odd Pods Media Network. Thanks so much we for should. getting things started. And, and especially to Spreaker, uh, who is responsible for the new ads you might be hearing. Uh, they're also doing our hosting for us, which is also really nice. So uh, big ups to Spreaker. And we're excited to be in business with them. Yeah. Uh, super stoked to see what uh, the future of this relationship holds. But, I mean, so far everything has been cool. Absolutely. All right. So moving on to our business, uh, game two is Pitch Me Baby One More Time, uh, in which I am going to give our our players control of a media icon or property, and they're going to have to do something special with it uh, and pitch me the result. And whichever player I think gives me the best pitch will win this game and take home two affection points. Mm. For this pitch me, 
It's the 20th anniversary of the release of Conker's Bad Fur Day, a game that famously features a musical interlude with a giant singing pile of shit. <laughs> and I am the great mighty Pooh, and I'm going to throw my shit at you. So I think the idea's got merit. So I want you guys to pitch me adding a musical interlude to something that doesn't have any singing. The rules are the property must already exist, and you are normally only allowed a single song, except in the case of TV shows. As they are generally much longer, you are allowed to have an entire musical episode, but you must justify it and explain the plot of the episode and what the songs are about. Best pitch wins. So uh, Stevie won the last game, so Jorge, you have the choice of who goes first. Uh, I think uh, I'm going to make Steve go first (laughs) because after I hear what he comes up with, I am going to blow him. Sweet. (laughs) Out of the water. Out of the the water. I'm sorry. Make sure you get it right. Okay. I think I was right the first time before the pause. But anyway. (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, Stevie, as soon as you're ready, go ahead and pitch me and then I will eat your pussy. Sweet. Out of the water. Out of the water, I mean. Sorry. Sorry. See? Sorry. Sorry. I love today. <laughs> All right. Uh, my pitch, did you say it had to be a TV show or it didn't? No. But it could uh, it be. You could, you could do a TV show, but, but then you'll have to do episode. a full episode. Yeah. Fair enough. So here's where I'm going to take it a little weird for you. <laughs> like that's new. <laughs> <laughs> so Mortal Kombat. Now, I know, when you think Mortal Kombat, you think video games, you think the movie, right? Yeah, you don't think musicals. You do not <laughs> think musicals, especially now because the new Mortal Kombat's coming out. This is a great time to get on the Mortal Kombat train and throw mm-hmm. some little pop and some music and some jazzing up in that shit, you know? <laughs> All right, so. All right. Here's what we're doing. Instead of a, a TV show, obviously we don't have a TV show. I'm not creating a whole show for a musical. Right. But I don't want to do just one song, because, I mean, look at me. I want to do more than one song. I'm not oh saying I'm in this. I'm just, uh, I want to be a part of it, that's all. <laughs> okay. okay. I, I don't have that much talent. But <laughs> I'm going to do a video game musical. So have you ever played the actual story modes in, like, the Mortal Kombat games? There's, there's a pretty good story for the most part. It, it's linear, you know. But inside some of the cutscenes, instead, we have the performance. So it's actually a stage performance, too. So every actual, like, background, like the pit, right? You can actually tell it's from a stage, like a Broadway stage. Like, in the video game, it looks like it's constructed like a Broadway stage in between these. Okay. So the story of, like, Melina uh, breaking away from Shao Kahn. She has that father-daughter, like, adopted-daughter thing. She goes into her song about heartbreak, how she was never... <laughs> the Disney pop song. Like, no joke. <laughs> like, how she could never, like... Uh, like, come to the level that he always wanted to be. She was a disappointment, and she was like, I want to please him, but I don't want to hurt these people type of things. But then he was always disappointed in her and shit, so she can express all her feelings in that way. And then Melina hears her in the background or whatever, and she goes into a different stage or whatever, and she does her song, how she's really the outcast in the family, and how she hates her and wants revenge on Melina or on Katana and shit. Dude, like, it would be so easy. You have the two Sub-Zeros. You can have the two uh, brothers fighting and shit for the power of the Lin Kuei. So you can have them do their own, like, story of them battling each other and telling their story in the winter background and shit on one of the winter stages. 
fucking Scorpion can have the whole death thing when he's in the area of his stage all set up. Actually, his stage almost looks like it's a theater set up as it is. But he can mm. do the whole, like, what the fuck is that dude's skull from the Shakespeare thing? He can do the skull thing. Oh, York. That shit. Yeah. But, like... I think Mortal Kombat as a video game musical would work as a cutscene performance. I mean, you're still playing the game. But in the cutscene, they can actually tell their stories that way, in musical form, in the actual stages and shit. I think it would look really cool, man. All right. Can I tell you what I pictured? When he, like, even before you got to Scorpion, Mm -hmm. one of my first thoughts was Scorpion with a top hat and cane, high kicking across the stage, going, get. Over here now. Get over here. Like there's a giant ending and stuff, or like whoever the end is busting the fatality songs and shit. I mean, I think it would be fun. Just their, at least their story setups would be not like the, all the other gimmicky shit, like killing, like their actual stories. Like, like I said, the Molina Katana thing, the the Katana and Shao Kahn thing, the two mm. sub zero thing. I think that would be a cool way to display that story opposed to hey it's written down or it's just shown like very basically on screen melina singing about how she's misunderstood while she's decapitating people with her fan blades <laughs> maybe katana but yes oh okay i'm sorry katana. Maybe have def- harder. <laughs> all right well uh that's stevie's pitch now over to jorge can you top that uh i think i can i like the idea of mortal kombat the musical but we need a property that you – it needs to be zhuzhed up. It needs to, okay. needs to be a little zhuzh. more sheer. Yeah, you know, it needs to be Does like – Does not have enough zhuzh. Exactly. So – and I'm, and I'm going with a multi, multi-part epic. Uh, I'm not sure of the exact running time, but this was a documentary that took place, I believe, over a few days. Okay. And what I want to turn into a – you could even make this, I don't know, maybe a rock opera – is the proper term, but I mean, obviously, a musical, a rock opera. You could even have, you know, every uh, style of music in this. Yep. Again, suspense, uh, stick, fully erect. I just, I, I like to get you so close before, before I just ruin it, you. You do, limb. you do, you build up and build up and build up, and then just hold. He's a professional. Exactly. <laughs> what I propose is that we add a musical score to Ken Burns' The War, his World War II documentary. <laughs> oh my God. You can start off with, like, when the factions start entering the war, when Germany goes into production, they can have, like, their, uh, their, you know, uh, the accordions and, uh, the, the Oompa Loompa, the, uh, 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 Guten Tag fucking, what am I, uh, polka music. You know, and, you, and it can be, and it can be really cheery, you know, it's like people are going to the factory building weapons and shit. Uh, as as the British are getting into it, they can kind of have the uh, like the singular piano, mm. uh, just you know one person <laughs> piano and the chorus singing. When the Americans come in, they can have more of a jazzy uh, horn section, maybe with a guitar kind of thing. Uh, once the battles start, battle of the balls, uh, the uh, the. Uh, the invasion of Normandy. You can have like huge chorus lines. You can have like uh, like a like I can just imagine soldiers on the beach, like linking arm shoulder and shoulder, doing the rocket kick line as they invade the beach. Um, and I, you can yeah, you can include any type of music, any type of style you want in here. And I imagine the end of World War II would be a monumental like 
20-minute epic rap battle between D- Dwight D. Eisenhower, Winston Churchill, and Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Just rap battle dissing each other while Berlin burns and the bunker is being besieged by bombs and shit. I mean, what? every every battle could be turned into a huge musical. It could be like Les Mis, but <sighs> way fucking better. Uh... So what do you think? Okay. <laughs> I know who I'm voting for. <laughs> All right. Um, both of you have picked subject matter that is operatic and big and emotional and loud and like the perfect kind of thing for a musical interlude of some kind. Um jesus um but it it, what's genuinely difficult here is you've both picked properties that are legitimately really unsuitable for (laughs) (laughs) see you and i are winners so like the tone is perfect for both of you the tone is absolutely perfect but the setting is not. <laughs> <laughs> so weirdly, I have to choose between mediocre and mediocre. And I bet you uh, mediocre wins. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely gonna win. Sounds like um, another day at the office for us. Yes. You know what? Because I have an easier time seeing it happen. Uh, I'm gonna go with Mortal Kombat the musical because. Uh, I, I legitimately think that that it, it, at some point uh, it, it, this will happen. Like like <laughs> like Ed Boon's gonna even if only because it'll be funny. Ed Boon will put in uh, a a song at some point. It might even be a rap battle between two of the contestants. Because musicality, <laughs> yeah. right? I I I feel like it's it's going to happen. So. Uh, on that side, I have to give it to Stevie. So Stevie gets the two awesome. points and wins pitch me. Although it was a really close thing because, that my God, that was World War II, the musical is. I mean, you can even I mean, have like. It, it almost has to happen at some point. You can even have like parts like. I can just imagine like sol- like Nazi soldiers just kind of like dancing in the chorus line. Like they can have the feather fans doing like yeah. uh, a burlesque kind of show. Oh, it'll be amazing. I mean, if 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 the, if it was funniest pitch, you would have won by by a landslide. But I have to okay. go with best. Fair enough. So in that in that case, I give it to Stevie. Stevie has three points. Respect. Uh, but Jorge can tie it up and possibly bring that home when we go to the speed run right after this. Hey, Stevie, you want to hop in the back of my van here? I got some candy for you. I don't know. My parents always told me to stay away from strange Jorge's. That's oddly specific. Uh, well, you know, I got a, I got a bag of dogs and iguanas in the back here if you want to play with them for a while. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a little heptophobic. Hey, what the fuck? You, uh, you know, I've got, uh, I've got the Odd Pods Media Network on Spreaker now. <gasps> Ooh, so that includes, like, the 500-section lounge? Pod Askew, Married with Television, From the Middle, Super Media Brothers, The Infectious Groove Podcast, and BFYTW? <laughs> Works every time. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome back. Uh, thanks for hanging on to the break uh, and ready to go on. I, I misspoke earlier. I said we were doing a speed run. We're not. We, we are doing a round three, but it's not a speed run. This is instead the dumpster fire. Oh, uh, our players are going to take turns uh, selecting things that annoy or irritate them that fit into a certain category and explain why. After each side has presented their case, I'm going to select only one that can be thrown into the dumpster fire and burned for good. Uh, that player earns a point, and the first side to get three points wins and gets to keep those three points. So uh, let's get started. Uh, CV won the last game, so Jorge, you're going to go first. All right. And the category for this round is restaurants. Oh, what do you, do you want as an employee or do you want as a customer? <laughs> Whatever annoys or irritates you the most. Oh, Jesus, that's not even fair. Uh, <laughs> as the bulk of my career has been working in restaurants, I can tell you uh, having to deal with shithead employees, whether it's in the back of the house or the front of the house, uh, servers not knowing to do their fucking job and not knowing how to ring shit in, having to track them down to figure out what they meant. Um, the biggest thing is... The biggest thing, I guess, is like in the back of the house, having people that don't do it not so much correctly, but they don't do it your way. Because I obviously do things in my way that best benefit me. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not saying it's the most like the efficient way or the best way, but it's the best way that I've come to learn to do things to get them done. Right. And then trying to teach people your way and either they don't pick it up or they do their own thing and it kind of clashes with what I do. Mm-hmm. So then it, that makes things, it makes tasks more difficult and it's more frustrating because it's like, I'd rather just, you're not doing it my way. So I'll just do it, which leads to, to more headache for me doing these things. Right. Um, yeah, that's probably the biggest thing is like in the back of the house, like there are like, you know, the, you get those people that you click with that kind of understand mm-hmm. and you can work with. Right. But then you get those ones that are like, yeah, they're doing the job, but they're not doing it the right way. They're not doing it your way. And it's just, it's frustrating. And you got to go, you got to like either just do it yourself or go behind them and fix it. And it's, it's time consuming. It's irritating. And it's just, it's just generally, just generally frustrating, I guess. All right. Fair enough. Uh, for those who may not know, Jorge worked as a uh, sous chef. Uh, I was just a cook. I don't know. I, cook. I don't. I don't take for years. I don't pick up the chef moniker. So no, fair enough. Uh, all right. So um, so we'll put that under shitty employees. Fair enough. Uh, Stevie, what is your gripe and or complaint about restaurants? Uh, restaurants. So I'll tell you right now, it's not that Jorge was like my prep cook because he was amazing. Um, <laughs> he was. You were. You were the best chef ever, sir. In the back of the house. Well, we totally got along. Click. So. We did. I know. We can. We know what the fuck we're doing. That's exactly. why. So I. I totally understand where his point of view is on this because yeah. I had the same issue. Um, uh, restaurants. My probably biggest thing is the idea that every cook is either on drugs or an alcoholic. When ninety percent of the time that is true. 
So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that <laughs> it's horrible because it is true, but it's that stereotype. I mean, I, again. I, we drank a lot when we were cooking. I know. Well, back then we drank a lot anyway. But I know I, I drank a, a way more when I was after after that shift, or even sometimes during the shift <laughs> at the end of the uh, end of the day at the restaurant there. But the the fact that everybody thought you were either high or on something irritated me probably the most about working at a restaurant. They'd always come back and like, why are you so tired and shit? I don't know. Maybe because I worked fucking 11 hours just now and I haven't had a fucking break. Because I've been here all fucking yeah, day. Yeah, like, it's like, motherfucker, I bust my ass here and you're always accusing me of something else. Like, I'm lazy or some shit where I just put out, like, 40 dishes mm-hmm. and all you did is, like, talk to 10 customers. Right. <laughs> like, shit like that. That pisses me off the most where they think, yeah, fuck them. They're drunk. They're high. They're fucking cooks. It's not us. It's a dishwasher. <laughs> so your complaint is people's low opinion of cooks correct fair enough all right well uh out of the two it's almost a no-brainer i'm gonna go with these shitty employees those need to be tossed in a dumpster fire mm-hmm. uh and and that could be a general rule across all lines of work like if you're if you're working with people who are too stupid to do things the way they need to be done that is a giant headache that you don't need to have so i completely understand and get that uh, and I do look down on cooks, uh, <laughs> one notable exception. So I can't give Stevie the point on that one. We're going to throw shitty employees into the dumpster fire. Whoosh. Also, fun fact, I have thrown a cook in a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yep. Well done. Uh, all right. So we're going to come on over to Stevie. You're going to start Ooh. first in this round. Okay. Uh, and uh, you want to catch up at this point because yes. Jorge has one point already. Um, the category for this round is the internet. The internet. Okay. Here, here's here's my gripe with the internet. All right. Back in the day, kids, we had dial-up, right? Mm-hmm. And even then, we could still look up porn. It would just take longer. But it was free. Yep. Nowadays, like, we got used... Like, over the last few years, we got used to Pornhub. Free porn for everybody. Yeah. Like, no joke. Now people are charging for porn. Like, like if you want good, personalized porn... <laughs> personalized porn you gotta pay for that shit I'm like you know what so? I, I don't know what I can say here um, cause there are things I really want to say and I'm not sure if I should no this is no that's not even my gripe the fact that you gotta pay the, the fact is not enough people are paying for my porn <laughs> fair I this knew is it. my gripe with the internet no, no, no. Okay. I knew it. No, that was just a joke. I knew um, it. No, my, my probably my biggest gripe with the internet is the actual throttling. This actually pisses me off more than anything else. That was all a joke, the porn thing. But yeah, if you guys want to find me on the internet, let me know. DM me. Um, <laughs> but throttling of internet. I know this is happening with Comcast. Uh, not here, but in a couple other areas where they're actually charging people a fuck ton of uh, uh, subscription fees. And they're actually throttling them or holding them at so much uh, megabytes download per month or gigabytes download per month or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I also know that here, if you're about, if you're into gaming or whatever, you'd have a speed test, a speed checker on your computer, or whatnot, just to check your upload, download, all that stuff you're paying. Mm-hmm. I notice this a lot before I'm going to play a game or whatever or do anything. If I just jump on and start doing it, my connection won't be that great. But before I do that, if I start doing my speed tests and all that, where it starts all slow for a couple of seconds and all of a sudden it just kicks in. And it gets that high read and all that. Then I close that down and start my game. 
it loads up way faster. Almost like they're checking, like, oh, shit, they are checking the speed right now. Mm-hmm. We better make sure we're actually giving them what they're paying for. Because if not, they can probably record us and say, hey, they're not doing this shit. They'll get us or something. So my biggest grip about the internet is these fucking companies and shit, the way they control it. That irritates the fuck out of me. Like, that, the way they control the internet is not fair. I mean, it's not fair for a lot of other reasons and some other people, too. But that pisses me off, where they can pretty much hold you <laughs> at the throat about, hey... You want to look at your porn today? Do you want to check out Stevie online? <laughs> well, guess what? You best pay us more so you can get that high stream. Mm, you know you want. Like that, it just bothers me, man. It really does. The throttling yeah. irritates the hell out of me. Yeah, yeah. there is plenty of zhuzh on Stevie's OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, oh, good Lord. All right, so so your, your complaint is the internet companies themselves. Correct. And uh, the stranglehold they have over over internet speeds and so forth. So, um, Jorge, what is your gripe about the internet? Uh, there's not enough porn on the internet. We need more of it. I have gone through every category of porn imaginable, oh, and I am out of spank material. I mean, I can only watch uh, three little people, a donkey, and uh, in, in, in football gear so many times. <laughs> I thought you liked the football gear. <laughs> I, I do. You know, I'm at the point now where I'm at uh, double amputee, uh, mixed martial arts, uh, <laughs> putting wrestling. <laughs> Not a lot of kicking, if you know what I mean. I mean, whatever gets it done. Really. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. I mean, I agree with Steve. Yeah, the companies, the speed throttling is pretty bad. Um, I don't know. Like, I guess... I, Maybe I guess it company in the same vein, but like uh, the them maintaining and upgrading their network because we like I I don't know I've never experienced it firsthand, but I hear uh, the internet in like Europe is amazing. Mm-hmm. It is like super super fast. I believe oh, yeah. Asia, Japan, China is the same way. Yeah, we are we are way behind. In basically, the US. Not, yeah, not North America. Way behind. Um. In terms of what our internet could be, I mean, even the fact, like you know, we live in the city. We live in the city mm-hmm. that we live in. Well, I guess town, but yeah, we we live in in an urban enough area, I guess, that you know we have decent internet. Yeah. But like, there are some areas not too far from us. Yeah, th- there are friends we have. As, who, uh, CJ, as a matter of fact, down the road had trouble with uh, getting internet for, for the longest time, and um, he, and he was he was like Matt and Val. Yeah, same thing, and they, and they, they're not that far away, no. and they have, I mean, whatever. They still have crap internet, as far as I know. Yeah, yeah. so, so them trying to like, and, and and having the internet. I mean, obviously, the internet's only twenty years old, thirty years old tops. You know, like reasonably, um, but it's arguably one of the greatest tools that we've invented in, in modern times right now. Yeah, it's in it's, terms of inter- information sharing. It's like, it's something that people consider a quite like it. a necessity. Yeah. A, a right, not a luxury to have. Right. So the argument that you need the internet, even now, like people having trouble logging on to get um, sign up for COVID vaccinations. Yeah. A majority of it is through the internet. And there are a lot mm-hmm. of people that are elderly that, you know, don't have it or don't understand the technology at all. Right. And they have to find somebody, either, you know, a kid or a grandkid or somebody else to help <laughs> them with it. So I just, uh, yeah, the this is something that should the company should be on top of and that everybody should have, especially in America, a first world nation. 
Um, right. I think a lot more should be put into uh, refining the network, expanding it, and making it accessible for everybody, and giving us you know higher speeds and proper speed, like the th- throttling, like Steve mentioned. Yeah. Um, and because uh, the last five minutes have been far too serious, my balls itch. Um, <laughs> Which one do you so, want, right or left? <laughs> I mean, I'm on this side. Uh, <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, no, uh, this this got all too serious very quickly. So, your main complaint is lack of lack of infrastructure. Lack of infrastructure. That's a big our, word. Our, nice. Our, our it American is infrastructure is terrible. That's a weekday word. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to tell you guys that you could have instantly won the point with my personal gripe about the internet, which is other people. Oh, um, <laughs> I didn't even look at what other people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other people on the internet are the worst thing about the internet, as far as I'm concerned. But I have to say that the way the internet companies have been running it is a pretty damn close second. So, um, uh, and I also think that they're the reason why the infrastructure is as bad as it is. It could be a lot better than it is, but they're deliberately dragging their feet because they're making more money this way. Yes. So, um, f them, douchebags. So uh, the internet company companies themselves are going into the into the dumpster fire. Whoosh! Goodbye. Fuck them. And uh, Stevie gets one point and has tied the game up. Damn. So we're going to move on to round three of the dumpster fire, and this category is going to start with Jorge. And this category is language. Language. Yes. What gripe or irritant would you like to throw in the dumpster fire? About language. There's too fucking many of them. <laughs> we, Esperanto should have fucking come across with all those William Shatner movies, and we should get one language. I'm, I'm serious. Like, I mean, I understand, like, there's languages developed and cultural things and all that, but the, the ability to not be able to communicate with certain people across the world, I mean, I guess technology has helped it a lot, where I can tweet in any language and anyone else can see that. But, I mean, there's definitely a lot of them. So, miscommunication uh, between people, potentially. like Language barriers. Yeah, language barrier, definitely. Um, I don't know, I think that's the biggest problem. Or okay. my biggest gripe. So, I because I would like to, I mean, obviously, I would prefer to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, but being able to talk to somebody in, you know, Japan or Brazil or, you know, anywhere else. Yeah, without a electronic device, An interpreter of some kind. A, yeah, a third party or electronic device is is near impossible. So I'm with language barrier. Fair enough. Uh, barriers between languages. And Stevie, uh, what do you say? The English language is stupid. All right. Oh, you want reasons? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you're gonna have to. <laughs> you, you, you got the whole point of this is that you sell me on this <laughs> idea. No, it 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 actually makes sense. Um, go ahead. Um, what I would uh, probably say about the English language, the worst thing, is it's confusing as hell. We have too many words that are either spelled the same and mean different things, or they're spelled differently and mean the same thing. <laughs> or they sound the same and they mean different things, and they're spelled the same and they sound different and they mean the same. It's fucking confusing as hell. Like, that's the, probably the worst thing. That and the way we spell things. Like, just the, the way our words are. The English words are just dumb. And I'm not talking, like, British. And you know what? Fuck it. There's two. Their shit's spelled stupid as hell as well. Like, <laughs> our words, like, they, they don't make half sense, dude. Why are there fucking silent uh, fucking al- alcohols? 
Not alcohols. Letters. Why are there silent letters in silent the Silent alcohols. <laughs> I was thinking, like, what are those things called that you used to spell words? How do you spell words? What word do I try to spell? Alcohol. <laughs> That's where I went. I, 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 see, I see your train, <laughs> Sorry. It went off the other side. Um, the pathways between the neurons in Stevie's ooh. brain occasionally get tangled in upon themselves. They kind of do. They eventually end up in a 40-car pile <laughs> The inside of Stevie's <laughs> brain looks like a Salvador Dali painting. <laughs> I was thinking more of uh, an MC Escher painting with staircases just going everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Oh, but no joke. I would I would have to go the English language. It's it's really confusing. It's the hardest language to fucking learn. I have trouble with it all the time and I grew up Kind of knowing it. <laughs> that's, that's kind of an unfair assessment. Yeah. But still, like it, the proper way to speak, like that sentence right there, nobody talks like that. The, the right way. The English language is fucked up. Nobody speaks the way they're supposed to. Like the way the words are supposed to be done. It's dumb. Dumb English. That's my answer. Dumb English. <laughs> dumb English. The English language is too difficult, says Stevie, and uh, Jorge says language barriers. Um, I'm going to have to go. I mean, both are technically barriers, but I'm going to have to go with language barriers on this one because um, it, it is a, a massive problem that we cannot easily and openly communicate with other members of the world yet, even though we live in a world that has the Internet doesn't mean we can strike up conversations with you know people across the globe, which would be really nice and useful for us to be able to do, especially as the planet gets more and more fucked and we need uh, more ideas about what to do about that. So uh, I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give Jorge the point and I'm gonna take uh, language barriers and throw them into the dumpster fire. Congratulations. Uh, all right, so it's two points to one in favor of Jorge. Stevie, you need this one to stay in the game. Uh, our next category, starting with you, Stevie. Is childhood. Childhood. What, what about childhood annoys or irritates you and should be thrown into a dumpster fire? Uh, personal childhood or just childhood in general? I mean, you could, you could make it something about your own personal childhood. But, uh, but uh, just, yeah, what, what, what about childhood irritates or annoys you? Um, okay, the thing that probably, irrit- oh, sorry. The thing that probably uh, irritated and annoyed me the most about childhood were my teeth. I had to have... Not only braces, but a thing to adjust my jaw. Oh God! And multiple surgeries. Oh, did you have headgear? Taken out? No, oh, I did not. Damn it. Oh my God! So, hey, I want a picture of that shit. I'll, I'll see if I can find a couple of things. But it started out with removing two teeth. Uh. After that, they said, "Hey, we got to extend your jaw because my jaw was too narrow, like a raptor. It was really my <laughs> jaw was really fucking narrow. Like the bottom. I'm not joking, dude. It was fucking narrow. I absolutely. Believe I have way too many fucking teeth, and it was narrow. So what they had to do is they had to weld these two loops around my back molars, and then they put this metal bar in there and expanded my jaw this way so it flexed out my jaw. Jesus. So I had to wear that for two years, and I was allowed to take the metal bar part out. It would slide out because it was loops in the back, and I could slide out to brush my teeth or to eat corn on the cob because it was like one of my favorite things. <laughs> but they told me I wasn't supposed to because it can still get caught in the metal, and I said fuck them anyway. So that was two years of that okay. thing. Yeah. Then one of them got loose and it said, good, we can take these off. Time for braces. So braces go on. That goes right. for a year. I'm getting irritated. Oh, we got to add rubber bands to these braces. Oh, so the geez. rubber bands are what brings your jaw back so you don't have an overbite or an underbite. And I had to increase the tension of those every two or three months. Mm-hmm. So I had to have those on for three years. Got those off. 
finally. Then I had to have one more surgery to get eight teeth taken out. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Damn, and then after that, everything was, for the most part, straight. But all these bottom ones were, like, sideways. Oh. They were all pointing this way. Wow. Yeah, they were bad. It was horrible. But that was probably, I, I'd probably go with that because that was not just like, oh, it's a couple of years of braces. No. This has been a lifetime. Yeah, Even that... after that, I mean, I went into the military. They took all my wisdom teeth out. Yeah. I came back. I had more teeth breaking coming out. Like, yeah. I'm constantly, like, my mouth is fucked. <laughs> so I'm going to go with, like, the but, dent- you're, but you're saying the worst of it was when you were a child. Yeah, because, right? I mean, it's a long time and you're a kid, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, oh, God, not too yeah. many, like, luckily, not too many people did make fun of me. And if it did, it was my friend, so it really didn't matter. <laughs> I, I but, hated going to the orthodontist. Yeah. I hated my braces. I hated them so much. It was horrible. The only cool thing about it is I could change the cooler brands. Like, I got glowing at dark ones at one time, and I was like, ah, and my mouth would glow. I don't yeah. even remember you having braces, honestly. Yeah, I did um, for a couple of years, I think, and then a retainer for a while. Yes. I had a retainer. It was a permanent retainer. Wow, I don't they did that, that to the top. They, uh, it was almost the same thing, like the loop thing. They had a yeah, catch. Well, the retainer you probably wouldn't have seen. But, but I mean, the braces I definitely had. Uh, I don't remember when, though. Um, anyway, yeah. so, yeah, that's, so that that's about the, the nature of it. Um, but my teeth are pretty now. Yeah, very Yay. good. For the most part. Right. <laughs> the ones that are left. <laughs> so uh, childhood tooth care yes. uh, is what Stevie's would like to throw into the dumpster fire. Jorge, if you can beat that, you will win the game. Oh, I've got this on lock. Nice. All right. And this totally is, like, on brand for me. For the item I want thrown in a dumpster fire. Not being able to watch porn. <laughs> you, do you want, are you mentioning uh, childhood and porn in the same sentence? <laughs> Whoa. No. I feel no, uh, somebody no, should no. put on a list. <laughs> no, uh, no, anyway. no, 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 no. No, absolutely not. As I've grown, as I've grown older, as I've come to the age I am now, and I have discovered um, I do not have any kids of my own, and there's a good reason for that because I have friends that have kids. And for the most part, they're pretty cool. They're pretty tame. You know, they're kids, mm. whatever. Yeah. But some people have kids. And they're assholes. <laughs> they're just stupid, miniature, shitty assholes. So <laughs> he's not wrong. <laughs> so you know what you had to deal. You know what you and I and everyone had to deal with in our childhood. Other fucking children. Yep. Other children like, and I understand they're kids and they haven't learned like social cues <laughs> and shit like that. Right. So they don't have that filter where they just say stupid shit. They like go. You know, it's not so much like bullying, but they'll like point out flaws or stupid things and not even realize they're fucking doing it. Right. So you had to deal with, if you're, you know, if you're in second grade, you had to deal with 20, 25 other fucking kids that were just, just, you know, brain to mouth, no filters, saying whatever the fuck they wanted to say, being stupid, shitty asshole kids. <laughs> so I want to throw in a dumpster fire, children, <laughs> fucking kids, throw in a fire, watch them burn. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Because I was a kid and had to deal with those kids. I'm sure I was one of those kids, too. And I should have been thrown in a goddamn dumpster fire. But you know what? We can all go at the same goddamn time. <laughs> Fuck those kids. <laughs> all right. Maybe I've just been lucky in my life. <laughs> but I, I feel like I've definitely been lucky not to have any kids of my own because I can barely take care of myself. But Exactly. That's how I feel, too. Yeah. 
as an adult, all the kids that I have dealt with have, by and large, been delightful. So I, unfortunately, I cannot agree with your assessment, Jorge. Although I understand where it's coming from, and I, I believe I know why <laughs> you would say that. Um, but I can, I can give you four examples. But <laughs> having been someone who also lived through the trauma of, although it sounds like yours was far worse, Stevie, um, <laughs> living through the trauma of childhood tooth care, I'm going to have to throw that into the dumpster <laughs> fire right away. Uh, so. So Stevie gets a point. It is all tied up two to two. It's going to come down to our Joker round. The final round of the dumpster fire is anything goes. Anything. You can pick literally anything that annoys or irritates you. Best answer will win the game and take home three points. And in Jorge's case, tie the game up. Or in Stevie's case, get a clean sweep. We draw again. We will start. We (laughs) will start with Jorge. Once again, the category is anything you want. All right. Well, I mean, uh, I don't know how I can really make it funny, but for me personally right now is is medical updates and medical appointments. Mm. Normally, not a big deal for people. You go to your dentist every six months. You go to your doctor every six months. You get your basic checkup. Hopefully, there's nothing bad. And, you know, you go on, maybe, hey, keep an eye on this, check on this, watch this, whatever. Uh, For me, on the other hand, I have three trips to dialysis a week, and I have bi-weekly trips to uh, a a medical center for surgeries for shit that I'm working on. Like, they're minor ones, obviously, but Mm -hmm. still the fact that, you know, it's a local anesthesia and I'm getting carved up bi-weekly, basically, at this point. Uh, my biggest gripe is just the constant, like, the the, the constant, and it's, and it's obviously not all the time. Like, you know, I obviously have days off where, like, today we get to chill and hang out and have fun. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. I absolutely look forward to our recording days and hanging out. Yeah. And and I have days off where I don't have to do those things. Yeah. But, like, there's three days a week and sometimes four days a week where I have to do this shit. It's, it's a constant slog. It's never enjoyable. I don't feel like things are getting better like i don't want to say they're getting worse but they're not mm-hmm. like it's it's maintaining yeah is is basically the best i can hope for it's not getting better it's not getting worse it's just maintaining yeah so it's like i don't even feel like i'm getting anything out of it right. or, or getting to a point where i can relax and not have to go as much <laughs> um so that's the biggest thing it's just frustrating it's annoying it's yeah it's 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 a fatigue it's a drag but i mean it's what i gotta do so that's that's my biggest thing is i want to throw this whole constant you know having to go for checkups and 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 maintenance and shit in a goddamn dumpster fire with the kids who didn't make it from the previous (laughs) (laughs) understandable understandable uh all right so uh i will flip it over to stevie stevie you got to do better than that uh, to win the game. Well, I'm glad you let me go second. Like, I just want to start off by saying that. Cause... Listen, I, I've, been, I've been going in order of who won the previous point. Know, so, um, it, it's that's extremely hard to follow. I really don't have any gripes after that. But if I had to choose something, and you do, I know. Um, I'm going to say just getting old in general. Ooh. Um, I I I have I've had for a while horrible back problems that are just getting worse and worse. Like I haven't really slept well the last month or so. I promise yeah. I'll flip you over this time. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm little. I need to get flipped. <laughs> your, your new nickname is Mattress. Yes. Um, this is the sad podcast where we all talk about how old and infirm we're getting. Oh, my getting. God. Everything cracks when a joint moves. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll add to the pyre because yeah, um, yeah. I, I had a doctor's appointment this week uh, where I found out that uh, – 
I I I was thought that uh, by my doctor that I had some kind of heart murmur. Oh shit! No oh, man, because uh, my blood pressure was high, so he did an EKG, and one of the one of the uh, EKG things that was supposed to go up and then come back to the middle went down instead. Oh, and negative. Back to the middle. So he thought that is really bad, and uh, and he, you know he tried to. He was like, "We're gonna do a, a stress echo EKG on you," and I'm like, "Oh shit!" Is that the one you have to run on the treadmill? And I did all this. I did all this stuff. Uh, I've got compression stockings for my legs. I've got uh, I've got uh, blood pressure medication. I've got and, and this is all from one visit. They pile on vitamin D supplements. Me. Yeah, it just it just starts to pile on, and I know it's all going to cost me everything I own. So, um, <laughs> but I, I did get news uh, before the end of the week that the the. That the the actual EKG thing was normal for me because he, he found he found an older EKG from uh, the the year prior and it was the same way so hmm. uh, it turns out that that is actually just normal for me um, and has been for some time no so, shit so yeah well that's good yeah I mean it, I'm glad I don't need the stress EKG and I don't have to worry about imminent heart disease but i do still have high blood pressure and all this other stuff i gotta take care of so yes i completely understand on both accounts you need more uh, stress relief yes yes i do yes i do <laughs> yes. but i can't get anyone to come over and man the catapult ah. um so <laughs> you need a trebuchet sir <laughs> yeah yeah reluctant butter seems to be a fan of trebuchets that's true the, the doctor also wanted to put a finger up my butt and you didn't? And, uh, well, my con- did. my concern was a hygiene and b I'd prefer a dildo. But I mean, fair. <laughs> but I mean, it's not really for pleasure, though. Well, I mean, I know, but the the fact of the matter was that I was like, I was, I didn't have a problem with him putting a finger up my butt. It was the fact that my butt wasn't clean. Like okay, I, I hadn't showered that morning. Oh no! And I was like, I because because no, the 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 appointment was at eight a.m. Oh Jesus! Like so, I just literally rolled out of bed, put some clothes on, and ran out there. And uh, I didn't know that we were going. We were progressing to the butt fingering portion of my doctor's appointment. Oh, see, <laughs> but at that point, you got to go. I'm going to make him earn his six figures. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I thought about it, but I was it, it, I was less embarrassed about actually getting a finger up my butt than I was about the fact that it wasn't completely clean. And I was like, you know what? Can we do it next time? He's like, yeah, we can do it next year. That's fine, you know. Yeah. And I was like, okay, thank you. So I'm like, you know, but next time, next time, warn me ahead of time, and I will make sure I am clean and ready to be <laughs> presented, so I can present properly. <laughs> yes. So um, the next time you do it, load yeah. up on black coffee, burritos. <laughs> <laughs> give me a give me a two day head start. Yeah. Let me know ahead of time. Oh, some, just, some I just some see leftover, the fingers slowly. Leftover sushi and oh, oh gas station sushi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, oh my god, mayonnaise and oh left out in the sun. I got some cabbage I'll have at the Jeez. house for it. <laughs> all right, all right. So those Rancid are the, kimchi. Those are the joys of getting old. Uh, okay. Yes. So, um, Stevie, did you have anything else to add? Because I feel like I cut you off. No, you actually added so much. To, I'm going to say all the stuff you said. Minus I took the finger <laughs> up the butt. Because I, I, I clean my butt he every just, morning in case wants somebody wants to put a finger up there. All right. So um, he's prepared for the butt stuff. Oh, yeah, all the so time. Uh, I, I am going to give the game a winning point, at least for this round three. To Jorge, because his complaints about medical updates are basically the same as Stevie's complaint I'm way about sadder. getting old. Uh, getting old causes more medical updates and constant requirement to, to upkeep and maintain the body. So uh, I'm going to just take Jorge's, because if we remove that, then getting older isn't so bad anymore. Um, so we're going to take uh, we're gonna take medical, constant medical procedures and updates and, and getting work done and throw that into the dumpster fire. So Jorge has received three points Yay. and he gets to keep those three points it is three points apiece we are all tied up holy shit 
which means this game is a draw. Congratulations to huh? both of you. Yeah, you both nice, won. Brother. Hells yeah. Yo, well you, done. You won too, man. Uh, no, I didn't. I have zero points. Aww. I'm sorry you guys beat me solid. And I'm fine with that. I'm perfectly okay with that. Well, I hope you cleaned your butt because we're going, coming for it. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> we're all winners here. I am, yeah. I am ready to present. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we are going to human centipede that butt. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. All right. So, um, yeah, that's going to be it from us. Thanks for uh, listening to our insane ramblings. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Uh, we certainly did. Uh, so uh, you can send us uh, stuff if you'd like. Uh, send us, uh, I don't know, tweets and emails and stuff. <laughs> I, I'm still kind of... <laughs> I'm still kind of thinking about presenting. Um, so uh, you can send, you can tweet at us at uh, BFYTW podcast. You can send us emails at BFYTW podcast at gmail.com. We always appreciate your emails, even if it takes TV months to read them. Uh, you can uh, send us, uh, you can send us individual tweets. You can get me at pantsless Aaron. You can tweet at Jorge at, at HH underscore empire. You can tweet at Stevie at midnight smoke one. And you can, uh, you can reach my brother on Twitter at kerosene letter. He's the one who made our music for this and every episode of the show uh great thanks to him please check out his ep his story it's good stuff uh and uh and oh yeah i almost forgot to mention we should talk about the website bfytwpodcast.com where you will find all of our friends everyone who's ever been involved in the show we have a link to their stuff on the site as well as our link to our merch Sweet, sweet again, swag. We have sweet, sweet swag. I have the BFYTW podcast shirt. Very proud of that. Uh, but you can also get mugs, laptop cases, all phone cases, all sorts of insane stuff. So uh, just basically anything our logo will fit on, you will find it there in our merch store. So go check it out. It's cool stuff. Uh, maybe get yourself a coffee mug. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but that's going to be it from us. Why? Because, because fuck you. That's why. Two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.